At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Euler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. on Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a Friday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Between the two of us here on this program, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest. Yeah, knuckleheads. But what you should know by now, you want to get involved with the show, you can get at us on the Twitter.com, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. TheBody. It is Prediction Friday, so Uh-oh. that's our promise to you. That we're going to be predicting something. You get your predictions in on Twitter. You let us know what you think is going to be the score Sunday, 1 p.m., Stellar's Jets, Acrister Stadium. You give us your score prediction. You tweet it to us. We will read it out on this program before we get out of here mm-hmm. in the 1 o'clock hour. That is what we promise to you every single game day Friday. We'll also be joined by our buddy Brian Backo in a little over an hour as he'll give us the latest. As soon as practice wraps up, we'll ask him about health, availability, all those good things. Arthur Motes, Who how— are we leaving the light on for? How we living? And who are we turning the light off on? We only leave the light on for Brian Backo. Oh, it's absolutely that's, right. That's about Come it. Come on now, you know this, man. But I am feeling great, man. Um— Interesting uh, game last night with everything that transpired, but obviously the end result yeah. um, in terms of the wins and losses, stuff like that. So obviously that's, you know, something that we've all been kind of sitting uh, and processing, especially us former NFL players and yeah, anybody in that NFL situation brotherhood and stuff there, like that. For sure. All yeah, the best but, um, to Tua. Yeah, without a doubt, man. But other than that, though, man, I can't complain, man. It's Friday. It's my favorite day of the week because it's a West 
Host Friday. <laughs> and you know how much I love West Host Fridays. A Mr. West. You know? So, so I'm feeling really good and, and comfortable with that scenario. Uh, Is it like a think, West Coast Friday, but a West Hosts Friday? I mean, it's kind of like the same thing, because I do feel like I'm on the West side of Pittsburgh. Oh, you are. So I guess this would be a West Coast. Bridgeville West is the West Coast. side of Pittsburgh. I, Come I can look now. at a map. Come on now. So I'm just saying, I do think it's appropriate. But yeah, man, Um, and I'm trying to think. Other than that, I got a little golf lined up, man. Me and my little nice. man go go out there and hit, hit the links. Love it. It's been a little minute. So, you know, always going to get that quality uh, time love in it. with the little man. I love it. And uh, yeah. Interesting night just because my KK, you know. I know. I was yes, I was yes. cracking up. <laughs> my, my my oldest, my baby girl, the one who made me dad-dad. Yeah, she she found uh, my full color rush uniform. Uh huh. From the Immaculate Extension game. From the Immaculate Extension, I did check the uh, the dates on the jerseys. Check the, the tags. The, the tag is 2016 jersey up top, and the pants are 2016. So yes, we were matchy matchy, and that was the Immaculate Extension game. Yes, that is very accurate. But yeah, she came in and uh, yeah. I was laughing. Uh, yeah. For for those that haven't seen it, if you got social media or any of IG. Up there or on YouTube, just type in my name and you'll see it when it comes up. But yeah, man, my little lady had us had us, you know, pretty, pretty enjoying ourselves last night, to say the least, man. So <laughs> you know, now I'm trying to come down from all of that, and yeah, we're here. So it's a good day. It's a it great is day. a good day. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, you know, you know, uh, KK was raised by Arthur Motes oh, yeah. when she, she drops when she drops the "I'm only here so I don't get fined" oh, yeah, all, all the in the video. She had all the one-liners. All the one-liners. Uh, yeah, and that's good stuff. Make sure everybody checks that out. <laughs> uh, shout out to KK, not only learning how to drive out here, Absolutely, also man. strapping them up, ready to go Absolutely. on Sunday. Uh, we'll see if the team's going to need her whenever we talk to Brian Backo. Yeah. We'll see what the but injury she was reports. Ready. But she's ready she to go. She was ready. She's ready to go. Don't cross the moats. Yeah, she was ready. Don't cross the moats. <laughs> uh, you know, you mentioned that game last night. I did want to ask you this real quick. Mm-hmm. They did that whiteout thing in Cincinnati? Yes. How, how do you as the as the half of this show with a decade of NFL experience? Part of me, I'm watching that last night, right? And mm-hmm. then the Bengals do those all white uniforms and white helmets for the first time. All the fans wear white. Part of me's like, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, nice atmosphere, unique thing. The other part of me's like, it just feels really college football, though, doesn't it? Like purple mm-hmm. game, gold rush, white out, uh, you know, orange effect, yeah. whatever, whatever it might be. What are they? What do those those ten thousand pit fans do down there? Rock Uh-oh. the royal or whatever Uh-oh. they call it, right? Uh-oh. Wait, sorry, what happened? Uh-oh. How do I don't know? How do you as, as the NFL player, right? Is is that cool or is that a little gimmicky? Well, for me, I didn't as an NFL player. I didn't even know it was a whiteout game. I just knew they had the new uniforms. That's how you could tell as a player how in tune I am with what fan bases are supposed to be wearing and stuff. Because yeah, I was like, oh, it was they? Were, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I watched this game. I never even noticed the crowd if they were in all white or not. Because <laughs> oh, I'd be so focused. You just dialed in. You just, just dialed in watching the tape. <laughs> you know I have a problem when I put on football, man. <laughs> you says, what? I'm over here like, oh. You know how typically right, when you're watching on social media and it's usually a video of like a, 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 a very attractive person and it's like, oh, did you see what color the grass was? And everybody's like, oh, it was grass what, what grass? Picture? Yeah. Yeah. You said it was I'm like. Oh, the fans, they, they had white jerseys, they had white on? I had no oh, clue it was okay. fans there. I got no idea. I apologize. Yes. So, <laughs> well, um, before I knew before it was you, supposed yeah, to be uh-huh, white out, uh-huh. I did enjoy the white unis just because I like the color rushes, right? I like anytime we get some of the one-offs and stuff like that, and I do think that the Bengals, from my perspective, they have a little bit cooler one, also have a little nostalgia with it because their uniform is 
the carbon copy of my high school football uniform. That's right. We were in black you've, and you've orange as well. Right. We had the stripes on our helmet. So anytime I see their uniforms, I always feel like, you know, a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of like pleasant because it reminds me of when I first, you know, was, you know, knocking off heads and stuff like that when I was doing it in high school. So I always have a soft spot for them. But knowing that it was supposed to be an actual white out with like the whole fan base participating, yes, that is very college I, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I had no clue that was going on. Yeah. I'm just like, is that a thing? We like, don't have- do we do that for Color Rush? I've never paid attention to that. Is that not, a thing for us? No, nah, I don't think the Steelers have ever <laughs> had a say, like I a wear not. this color game. Because I know when we say we're going to do color rush, like people just naturally wear yeah, dark. Sure, but and we don't tell them, "Hey guys, it's a blackout game." Right. Particularly you know? as the weather changes too, and everyone's just wearing winter coats and, yeah. and stuff like that. It Anyways, it, it works well yeah. for the Steelers because yeah. everyone's everyone's wearing their dark but winter coats funny. and jackets. I had no clue that that's what it was. Oh, yeah. I wish I would. <laughs> Gosh, I got to be a better fan, huh? <laughs> no, that's all right. That's oh why you're the one with the decade of NFL experience, and I'm the jabroni who's like, so "Hey, I babe, really had no clue, babe. Would you look at this? I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there like the like the old Kevin Hart skit, right? Would you look at this? Hey, babe, come look at this. Would you look at this? Oh Somebody gosh. look at this. Hey, Cincinnati, what are they doing here? Oh my goodness, yo, that Would is you hilarious. come look at this. That is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you know they got you got the white I, out, you got the gold rush, you got the orange effect, you got I, the red I'm, scare. I'm, I'm gonna do better. Purple. Gonna, what do you guys call it? A JMU, the purple, purple we, power. No, we do. We'll, we'll purple out. Yeah. Purple out. But okay. most of the time, like people are already coming to the games. Sure, purple. that's a, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like if you go yeah. to W, do we really got to tell you how to wear W colors? No. You know, it's one of them things. It's like, oh, we're going to wear purple. We got a song that says, start wearing purple. You know why? Because that's when we feature everybody in the crowd that's wearing purple. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's not. I like it. Yeah, 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 everybody knows. I so, like it. Hey, it's a couple things that are, like, mandatory at a GMU game. Purple. Okay. In terms of your shirts. Sure, and you sure. have to have your purple and gold streamers. Okay. Those are what we throw on that's the field after every touchdown. Yep, I mean, yep, yep. they fuss about it when we're on the road. Anytime you, you, you hooligans just hey, man, throwing like stuff on the field, it's like, bro, I tell this you. what we do. It's not good for the environment. <laughs> I know <laughs> this, but that's what we do. Okay. So, yes, that's just one of those things. So, it's like purple shirts, purple and gold streamers. That's all you got to know. So, I like yes, it. That's, that's where we're at with this day, man. I like but, it. yeah, we don't need that at the NFL yeah, level, all, man. All, that's... You need, all you need in Morgantown's a little moonshine. Come on. Yeah, wait, what? Oh, hey, man. now. Oh, hey, 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 now. Hey. No, actually, but my favorite thing, though, is when the Mountaineer goes on the mm. road mm. and shoots off the musket Ooh. and, like, the opposing. Everybody gets scared. You know, yeah. All right, quick, quick, shiny silver object. You know, that's I, mm. I interned for the athletic department for all four years yes. when I was there. You know, uh, football, basketball, soccer, wrestling, volleyball, you name it. I, I worked it all, covered it all uh, in my, my time in Morgantown. Um, one of my favorite things always, particularly when we joined the Big 12, right, which happened my junior year, and you had a bunch of teams and a bunch of athletes who had never come to Morgantown mm-hmm. before, particularly in men's and women's basketball, volleyball, like the sports that happen indoors in the Coliseum, yeah. right? National anthem plays, Mountaineer fires off the musket <laughs> at the very end. That's like part of the tradition, right? So you get Kansas basketball coming in, and they've oh got no gosh. clue. These guys They're have never played nuts. there before, yeah. and it's all quiet, and it's somber, and it's respectful for the national anthem. And of the free and the home of the brave. Boom! Ooh. Musket shot goes off, and everybody, everybody on the other bench jumps. <laughs> Full transparency, <laughs> my first time playing in Tampa Bay, Raymond James Stadium. They do a similar thing. They shoot off them big old cannons off the boat. I had no clue. Totally. <laughs> but imagine in, like a, in an yeah. arena, too. You in know what arena, I mean? It's going to echo. You're going to add 100%. But that whole feeling of like jumping and you being mad because you really jumped. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We sitting there showing up. They shot them cannon. Boom, boom. boom. Oh, oh, 
like legit the PTSD. I was like, yo, do we need yeah, to run or do I need to hilarious. hit the deck? Which one are we on hilarious. right now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, someone who might be running and hopefully hitting the deck on Sunday. You like that transition. I see what there. you're doing there, man. It's not your first rodeo. All signs pointing to your mama's favorite quarterback, Zach Wilson. Oh, hey now. Getting or your mama's start. friend's favorite quarterback. Getting Either way, you better be careful out here in these streets. Start for the Jets on Sunday. Motsi, I'm thinking about this earlier today, right? Zach Wilson, hey, he's talented, without a doubt. There's a reason he was the second overall pick in the draft. Everyone remembers he's got he's got the greatest combine highlight in, in history, right? Or, sorry, pro day highlight in history. When he threw that throw, rolling opposite side, off his back foot. Oh, my goodness, the beauty. Well, although, I don't know, maybe Malik Willis with Ooh, that highlight last this year. This is true. Um, but he is in the, the Pro Day Highlight Hall of Fame. We, we know the arm strength's there, the mobility, the talent is there, obviously. Still trying to get it all c- to come together here in his, his second season in the National Football League. Should the Steelers' defense be licking their chops? Because, you know, something you and I talked about the first week of the season mm-hmm. when, the, when the Steelers were able to force five turnovers against Joe Burrow and company was, hey, you can see the rust. These quarterbacks who don't play in the preseason, who – you know, whether it be through injury or something else, don't have much spin in training camp either. We talked about how Joe Burrow started really rusty, and it took him a couple games to, mm-hmm. to look like himself again. Same thing with Tom Brady, right, who missed two weeks of training camp. Should the Steelers' defense be licking their chops that they're about to see a quarterback in Zach Wilson who has been on the shelf for a few weeks? Is is this a big opportunity for the defense to create some havoc, to force some turnovers and some splash plays, to have the type of afternoon that they need to have for the Steelers to win this game. Yeah, in my perspective, I do think that this is one of those games where when you're looking at Zach Wilson, if you're the Steelers defense, you should be excited. Um, Number one, he's missed a lot of time. When you talk about his injury and um, why he wasn't out there playing, it was because of a surgery he had. It wasn't because he had an illness. It wasn't something that he could move around and still be going through his normal football practice progressions while he was out. No, this is something that made him stationary, set him down for a little while. So you can't account for those missed reps, the seven-on-seven seven in practice, the team periods in practice. You don't, you, you can't get that back. The Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, repeating process for how many weeks now? Making remember, everything second nature, right? Absolutely, because this didn't just happen week one. This happened prior to week one. Correct. And here we are coming into week four, and these are his first couple of practices since he's had that surgery, since he was hurt. So to me, yes, that's the first thing because that rust is real. The game is not something that you can cheat. The game is not something that you can just, you know, do this half-heartedly. You have to practice, you have to watch film, and you have to play this game to remain sharp, to remain elite, to remain at the top of your game. But the things that I just ended with, right, remain elite, remain at the top of your game, we don't even know if Zach Wilson's that when he's healthy. No doubt. We know Joe Burrow is. We know Tom Brady is. Yeah. We don't know if Zach Wilson is a true, legitimate QB1. We don't know if he's just a pro-day flash in the pan. We've seen plenty of those. We sure have. And right now, throughout his career, it's been very inconsistent. You see some throws he can make where it's like, yo, this is elite. You see some of his mobility. This is elite. Then you see him make some reason. You're like, this is JV. You see him make some throws. You say, this is JV. So, with this, once again, whether you're looking at this from the side of the amount of time he's missed in the short term and coming out there and starting this week, or if you're looking at his full body of work and you're just saying, hey, regardless if he's healthy or not, I just have questions on if he is a good quarterback. 
<laughs> Me too. Either way, if you're the Steelers' defense, you're excited about that. Either way, if you're the Steelers' secondary and you watch this tape and you know this Jets' offense is feast or famine, they're going to try to run that ball, but they abandon it quickly a lot of times because they're trailing in a lot of these games. They don't want to work the short to intermediate pass and attack. They they like to take deep shots. Now, part of that was with Joe Flacco because of the big arm, but Zach Wilson is still a very capable passer. Everybody knows the throw of the pro day from two years ago. They are feast or famine in that regard, so if they're going to rely on a young quarterback who's already inexperienced and coming off of the past couple of weeks not having practices, and you're going to ask him to go out here and throw the ball behind an offensive line that's banged up as well where you're on your fourth and fifth tackles, yeah, yeah. <laughs> long, long answer short, 100%. If you're the Steelers defense, you're licking your lips, you're chomping at the bitch, you're over here like, bro, let me get your apron. I'm going to get messy today. Okay? <laughs> like, like that's that's got to be the mindset when oh, you yeah. run into this matchup, man. It has to be. Um, and I'm I, I'm with you on that. I think, you know, you, you've got a real opportunity for the defense. The... The last two weeks haven't gone as you wanted to. You know, they. I thought overall they played well against New England, certainly. Mm-hmm. But they also, you know, New England was able to possess the ball for the last six minutes of that game and, and put the thing on ice. Not how you wanted to end that performance. Uh, certainly in Cleveland, some good things in the first half. Second half, Browns able to, to assert their will. Good opportunity for the offense to get that moving in the right direction. And if it's going to happen, or for the defense, pardon me, if it's going to happen, you know, Without T.J. Watt and, and some of these other things, it feels like it's got to happen against the Jets at home on Sunday and this offense and, and Zach Wilson and all the question marks that are there, particularly with the offensive line as well, too. Other side of that equation, Arthur Motes, the Steelers' offense. <sighs> Buddy, ever since the 2020 season, so for three straight years now, right, even when the Steelers were in the midst of that 11-0 start in the 2020 season, we were all talking about how the offense needs to start games better. You know, we uh, how how many straight first quarters without without any points or without a touchdown? How many straight opening drives without a touchdown? It's numbers that we have discussed at nauseum over the last three years, from Ben Roethlisberger to now Mitch Trubisky, from Randy Feetner to now Matt Canada. We have talked about the need for the offense to get off to better starts, yes. how they have not put up a lot of points in the for, for first quarter, how they have not put up a lot of touchdowns on opening drives. If you're going to get that moving in the right direction, this is the week for that to happen too, you isn't it? Better, force that, you force better that, believe it. Force that Jets offense to play from yes. behind. Yes. Then they have to lean on Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Then they can't use that running back tandem. Mm-hmm. Then they have to take some risks and, and put it in the hands of, of the young sophomore quarterback who's making his first start this year. You're absolutely right. I mean, that's literally what you're trying to do. And so far this season, the three teams that have faced the Jets, they've been able to do that. Granted, it hasn't been the sophomore quarterback. It's right. been the old The unflappable tr- Joe Flacco. <laughs> it's been the super senior quarterback. The super senior. <laughs> but either way, that's been, you know. <laughs> you rather be a super senior or a senior citizen? I don't know. <laughs> But either way, when you're talking about, you know, the recipe for success against the Jets team, that's what it is. It's getting them to play from behind and force them to be one-dimensional and having to rely on that passing attack where you're really able to isolate this offensive line and show some of their inefficiencies and ultimately show some of the uh, the lack of consistency from the yeah, quarterback yeah. as well, whether that's Joe Flacco or, in this sense, Zach Wilson. But you're absolutely right, man. That is 
you know, what this game is going to be about. And that's why I think it's even more so that premium on stopping the run this week. Yes. We've talked about it before, and obviously we talked about it against the Browns because, once again, this is very identical to the Browns in terms of offensive styles, but this team is not as talented and as efficient as that Browns offense. And what I mean is this. Both teams have questionable quarterbacks, right? Jacoby Brissett, whether you're going Joe Flacco, now Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. right? Good quarterbacks, but questionable in terms yeah. of ceiling. They've had their moments where they right. were cert- I mean, Joe Flacco certainly Absolutely. as well too. Jacoby Brissett, they've had their moments, yeah. but they're, you know, they're not future Hall of Famers right. either. And they all are high pedigree guys as well. Two first round draft picks, one's a third round draft pick. So similar in that vein. In terms of the running back tandem, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. You got Brees Hall, Michael Carter. Not to the same extent, the poor man's version, but you see the duality. Mm-hmm. You see how they like to rely on that part. When you talk about the wide receivers, they got Amari Cooper in terms of the Browns, right? We talk about this Jets team. They just drafted Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. That's going to be their guy. Stud. And then after that, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Elijah Moore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can see like the similarities in there. But once again, the Browns, they just do it at a more efficient clip. When they run the ball... We've seen their body of work, not just this season, but last year. Absolutely. Whereas the Jets, when they're healthy, offensive line-wise, they have that exact same group. Problem is, they're not healthy right now. So the thing that they're designed to do best is not, you know, available to them. Because now, instead of you having, you know, Mekhi Becton out there, instead of you having some of these more established, higher pedigree, just first-round picks, better players, yeah. Now you're out here trying to do it with Connor McDermott, who, and you know I got love for my former Buffalo Bills because that's where he was at. But at the end of the day, at this stage in his career, he's not that type of player that you right, went out there right. starting playing 60, 70 snaps. But unfortunately, that's where they're at. And now when you're trying to do what you do best, which is what? Let's run the ball, stay balanced, take some shots downfield. You can't do that. So that's why for us, it's like, man, it's extra critical that we smashed this run. And it's very favorable for us this week because, like we just broke down right there, this unit is not as efficient nor as talented as that Browns offense. Correct. But it's going to be very similar in terms of how they attack us. They're going to try to run that ball and hit Garrett Wilson on the occasional overalls, vertical routes, like how they were doing Amari Cooper. They're going to see if they can catch you on a play action every once in a mm-hmm. while. But they're going to want to run their offense through Brees Hall and Michael Carter. That's just it. Wear down, wear do. down the Steelers' defense, Absolutely. make them play a lot of plays, mm-hmm. lean on them so that the, you get to the second half, yeah. you hit a couple of those play actions, maybe you have a couple, you know, you get a 20-yard run mm-hmm. or something in there. It's, it is, it's it's going to be Cleveland-esque. Poor man's version, like you said, because yeah. they just, they don't have the line, they they don't have the studs in the backfield. They got some guys that can play, certainly. Um, you, you know, again, this is... I mean, really, this is the fourth straight week, Motsi, of the Steelers' defense facing an opposing offense where the book is out on these guys. Mm -hmm. They're not going to do anything that's going to surprise you. There's not a bunch of intrigue and mystery. There kind of is around Zach Wilson a little bit, but But that's about it. But the only intrigue and mystery is what? Are we going to ignore the things that we saw last year and lean heavily on the optimism? Right. Or are we going to say, hey, man, this is a young quarterback that struggled at times last year coming off of an injury. Let's not have crazy high expectations for him. Right. So it just depends on which which way you want to go with it. But either way, both warranted. You know, Cincinnati, no mystery there. You knew they were going to come out throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. They did. You were able to, to win that battle. No mystery with how New England likes to play. They want to keep it close to the chest, yep. low-scoring games, run the ball on offense, maybe hit a, a big shot or two with Mac Jones like we saw. The Browns, n- no secrets there. 
particularly without Deshaun Watson, right? With Jacoby Brissett, they wanted to run the ball, hit a couple big plays on play action, keep you on your toes in that regard. It is uh, another week where the Steelers' defense knows what's coming. The question is, can you rise to the occasion? Can you stop it? Can the offense give you a little help as well, too? Maybe get an early lead in the first quarter and uh, and suddenly force the Jets to be a little bit more predictable. Those are all the things that we'll be watching for Sunday, 1 o'clock. Obviously, when we come back here in just a few minutes, Arthur Motes, he'll break it all down for you. We'll do a little five-star Friday where he'll give you the five matchups that are going to determine the outcome of Pittsburgh and New York. Uh, we want those tweets. We got a few here already. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of you. <laughs> we got a few right now. Good thing One, it was, two, three. Good four, thing five, it was less than ten. I can use my fingers to count all those. We've got eight score <laughs> predictions already, so they're they're rolling in here early. You get those to us. How you think Sunday is gonna play out? We'll read that before we get out of here. We got some songs to sing. We gotta catch up with our buddy Brian Backo as well, too. All your typical Friday fixins that you've mm-hmm. come to expect here. In, oh, the fixings. In year five of the Steelers Blitz. I mean, Motsi, we're like some of these NFL offenses. The people Uh-oh. know what to expect. There ain't no mystery here. The book is out on us, The man. book has been written we, You on know us. who we are. Can you stop it? That's the question. And one of the best chapters of the Steelers Blitz book, of mm-hmm. course, is a little. Hey, now. Five Star Friday. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Anybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. Professor Motes will lay it down with the five biggest matchups to watch on Sunday when we return on the other side. You are inside the Electric Factory on a Friday. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 